What's up, everybody? Welcome to Building Our Power. This is Gabby. I'm flying solo today, but it's all good. KT's doing well. She sends her best wishes. If you would like to hit us up, you can do so at all social media channels at Building Our PWR. Hit me up at Gabby's Music. KT up at KT underscore does art. If you'd like to donate to the work we're doing in the community, the distributing of propaganda around the city, the filling of the community fridge, the passing out pamphlets, and we're going to start back doing our care packages for the homeless around here. You can do so. Link is in the description. If you'd like to join us, you can do so. Link is in the description. Um, we're starting to make some great connections in the city. Uh, we'd love for you to be a part of the work. All right, guys. So uh, we're finally getting back into Black Arm Joy. This section is called The Prospect of Revolutionary Violence. This section is de dedicated to Sandra, Rakia, Brianna, Corin, and many more we lost too soon. We love you. We fight in your memory. I don't have any illusions. Words are or are not comprehensible according to their actual situation. We only give them space and credibility if they fall into our patterns and certainties. Defense mechanisms become automatic and prevent the very reception of the message. If that was not so, the Illuminists would have definitely changed the world 200 years ago. Alfredo Bonanno. Make no mistake, we intend to use every method at our disposal to create a new world. This means in a literal sense, changing ourselves, the world around us, and the conditions of those changes by any means necessary. We understand the revolutionary potentiality of violence over the course of the insurrection and subsequent revolution. And we also understand the reactionary propensity for violence in the current era of fascism, racial, sexual, and cultural oppression. We understand one of the tools historically at our disposal has been the utilization of arms in the struggle. It is important to note that this is not the only tool at our disposal, but an ongoing development and synthesis of current and past struggles. Indeed, both the life and blood of our current youth, elders, and ancestors have been spilled to provide the economic impetus for the current ruling class corporatist arrangement and the sociological impetus for the pervasive racism, sexism, homophobia, and transphobia plaguing our current society. This system cares nothing about our lives, families, homies, or hopes and dreams, which we intend to protect with arm as we attack each of the capital's major productive points. These strategies will develop as future rebellions develop into longer insurrections. As society shifts into a condition favorable for the revolution that is fermenting amongst the masses of dispossessed peoples, we will unite, inspire, and protect our community and build bonds with autonomous armed revolutionary projects across the world. We desire the destruction of capital, policing, racial and sexual hierarchies, and all forms of sexual and cultural oppression. The insurrectionary movement of the near future will build up among the aforementioned networks of care developed through revolutionary reclamations of capital and property to create conditions favorable to the growth of a black commune. The only way to begin to protect these revolutionary projects while delivering blows to the state is by understanding the proliferation of armed joy. 
By armed joy, we mean the self-organized armed struggle of the committed black anarchist minority affecting and proliferating among the black masses at large to provide the gasoline fuel for the wildfire that will imminently burn the American plantation in all its capitalist splendor and initiate the long-awaited social revolution at the critical moment. By initiating this attack, we intend to give our children a fighting chance to survive on this planet regardless of the fears of white America in general and the almost non-existent white left in particular here in America. We understand that the fatalities in Kenosha, that the state will aid fascists that kill whites and stand against their occupation, whether peaceful or otherwise. We encourage dedicated non-black comrades to struggle against oppression in their own unique ways while generally learning the struggle and leadership of black comrades. We must find the best ways to resist together. However, we will not hesitate to use arms against those allies who willfully misinterpret our actions to justify state repression of those reckless actions engender harm upon our communities. Due to the capitalist greed and reckless oversight and placing copious amounts of drugs and guns in our community, our communities are already well-armed and proficient in the use of arms as tools of destruction and self-hate. We will be made to see who the real enemies are. The weapons the capitalists created to destroy us will destroy them. The capitalist international weapons manufacturers are also our enemies. There can be no peace until all oppressive modes of production are destroyed. That is, our last gun will be stripped and destroyed when the last capitalist is dead, and the methods of reproduction for firearms are no longer necessary. Until then, no cop is innocent, and no military officer will be spared our bullets. We urge the new clan-type militias to think twice before attacking our communities as well. We will not hesitate to defend ourselves. We, will, we argue that the violence that once made racial capitalism in general and American fascism in particular, the cultural and economic center of the world, will destroy it and all it represents from the inside out. All right, guys, you all know our, our uh, stance on violence and stuff. We've done plenty of episodes on that. Um, but I did want to get into this whole thing about black arm joy. Um, I'm not for sure, but I'm sure that 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 phrase was coined in response to um, the whole black girl joy, black boy joy that was kind of brought out um, during the height of the Black Lives Matter movement. And in my opinion, opinion, the neoliberals and the capitalists were trying to find a way to capitalize on the grief and the pain that people were feeling and just being like, oh, I'm going to be happy despite the oppression. I'm going to be positive despite what I'm going through. Uh, Being joyful is a revolutionary act. Stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, which wasn't really trying to change nothing. It was just saying, how can I make this, this, uh, this life uh, that I'm existing in better. I'm not really thinking about um, my children in the future, maybe my great-grandchildren, um, the planet. And I'm not really thinking about that. I'm just thinking about how I mentally can cope with this terrible world. Um, so what they're saying right here is, no, nah, we're not doing that. We're we going to be a part of black-armed joy. We're actually going to materially work to make sure that our children and our children's children will actually live in a place in a, in a world that is joyful. <laughs> they will actually live in a place where it's, it actually, it's, it's a, 
okay quality of life. Hopefully a good quality of life. And it's, you can't just sit down and mope around about it and, and just and just party your way through it. No, you have to get out here in these streets. And they were talking about, of course, the methods. They want we want to be the fuel, the gasoline to this movement. We want to be out there raising the consciousness of the people, helping in the organization of the people, rallying everybody up and getting to it and doing it. But you can't do that just sitting around and saying, well, I'm going to do the electric slide on the, in, in Washington steps. That, that's unserious. You're, you're not about challenging the status quo. You're not about challenging anything. So, um, yeah, that, that's black arm joy. And then, of course, they were talking about, you know, white people can be accomplices, will be accomplices for the ones that want to be accomplices, the real ones. But it's, it's, it's going to look a little bit different in your communities. But you always need to be listening to marginalized groups to make sure, remember the blinders, the blinders. To make sure you are not operating in a place of white supremacy and everybody else. Make sure that we're not operating in a place of ableism, a place of transphobia, all that other stuff. We have to be accountable to each other. I like when they said, um, our last gun will be stripped and destroyed when the last capitalist is dead and the methods of production of for firearms are no longer necessary. Um, because until then, I mean... We we have work to do, and and there's no if ands or buts. Like this is the line. Like no, every single cop on this country is an enemy. Every single military personnel is an enemy. I don't care what what Uncle uh, what Uncle Rico did and how he's a good man and how he do stuff in this community. Is he denouncing the army? Is, is, is he over here calling they BS out, encouraging kids to not join the army? Is he over here uh, showing disrespect to, the, to, this, to this country? Or is he just falling in line? And, and, and your, your cop uncle, Billy Bob, who, who puts the little uh, basketball goal up with the kids for little photo ops and stuff like that. I don't care. Who is his boss? Who is he answering to? The state. All right, conclusion. This document by no means speaks to the objective will of the black masses as a whole. It's simply a reflection of a few anarchist comrades in our attempt to document insurrectionary anarchism, the path forward to insurrection as we see it. This document was a product of conversations and struggle. We welcome critique, study, and practice. The social revolution and context of the United States will flow from the actions of the black masses. While anarchists and insurrectionists insurrectionaries must participate we understand the black masses guide the course of history we cannot emphasize enough that black anarchists and revolutionaries must take up the critical questions of revolutionary strategy in the coming years we cannot allow white anarchists or black vanguardists to dictate how we move we hope to see this document generate discussion organization and further action with black anarchist circles while many black anarchists are busy doing anarchy we do feel the black anarchist thought needs more reflection and theorization in order to broaden the scope of what is possible. Forward ever towards black insurrection and black commune. All right, that's it, guys. It took us how many months? Two months. Uh, but yes, overall, 
I, I really enjoyed this 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 text. Um, to me, it's very encouraging, um, and and it helps to to keep your mind on track of what the goal is. What is the goal? And I have to remind myself that even when I'm getting on little petty discussions and stuff on Twitter, on TikTok, like with these conversations, are we keeping the goal in mind? Am I keeping the goal in mind? The goal in mind is to work towards creating this non-hierarchical system. Am I, am I just am I am I just playing into these neoliberal uh, frames of thought? Am I just wasting my time going back and forth with these people? Like, stuff like that. Um, but, guys, let let me know what you think about that text. If you have any comments, you have anything else you'd like to add to the reading. As I said, enjoyed it very much. Um, I'm sure in the upcoming weeks we, we might get another text uh, for y'all. Um, before I go, though, I did want to uh, circle back to the episode that we did last week about, you know, uh, white women matter only or something like that. And we was talking about how these marches and stuff for uh, the the Eliza woman are turning into Klan rallies. And, um, like, literally the next day after we put out that episode, um, I got a an article that says, uh, Secessionist radio show, League of the South president, Promotes lynchings in the wake of... So, yeah. I mean, like we say every time, once once you have and you you learn how to think uh, materially, use the the dialectical materialism, historical materialism, just read history and find the patterns. Like, humans, we're we're patterns of... We're creatures of pattern. Uh, So... If you if you know American history, that's how stuff goes. That's how so many race riots started. But majority of the time, the 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 murderers of the murders of the white women or the the attack of the white women was fake or uh, a white person did it or whatever. And literally, the city would go up in flames. Thankfully, that's not how it's going now. But we know in in people's mind how they act. Like I said, like KT said, that neighborhood app. I went on there today because I mean. You have an inkling. You know it's, it's a whole bunch of uh, white people that scared of their shadow. But it was a lot of, ooh, they, they, it was a lot of racism on there. She wasn't lying. It was a lot of racism on there. And a lot of people being like, well, no, no, no. Let's not hate. Let's love. And I was like, hey, let me get up off this thing. Because it, I can't. I can't. Um, but, yeah, so that's, that's what's going on in this city. Um. Something else, I guess this kind of ties in with this. I know there's been talk, but we talk about this maybe every three or four months because there's always somebody that's, that's cutting up uh, in the quote-unquote leftist media, whatever the heck that is. Oh, and it's, it's, it's similar offenders every time. Revolutionary Blackout Network. Formerly Fred Hampton left. Lord God, help him. That again, there's so many litmus tests for certain things, but there's litmus tests for people to to figure out if people are really for like the the restructuring of society, like the revolution, or they're just in, they're just in here for clout and you know um, 
you know, just to make a couple reforms or whatever. They're not really about this revolutionary life. Because there's no way in the world, there's no time. There's no time. Y'all, you see all we got to do? We literally have to mobilize the working class. We're literally over here trying to educate people, trying to, trying to undo brainwashing of people. In our communities, regular degular people, regular degular working class people, there's no time for me to go out of my way to find some doggone fascist Nazis people and try to do a whole deconversion program. What is going on? It, I feel like people that, not necessarily saying they're doing that, but there's people that, that think like that. I feel like people that's like, we need to be deconverting the Nazis. It, 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 it's giving me, you really don't want to go on the streets and do that work. You want to stay on, on the computer and just debate people and think that's doing deconversion. Unserious. Unserious. And it's like a, it's a distraction. And I, what does that remind me of? Like when the FBI was doing, um, the FBI, you know, was doing some of the infiltrating of the, the leftist groups back in the day. Something they really focused on was, you know, let, let's get them caught up in, in discourse and debate. Let's get them caught up in, you know, uh, the processes, processing, processes of things. Like, like these theoreticals, this theoretical stuff. Let, let's get them all tied up in that. Because they know that if we can't even get up in the streets... With some of these people have had platforms for one year, two years, three years. And I, I ain't seen them in the streets organizing nothing. If we can't get in the streets by now, you ain't, you ain't getting in the street. If you aren't preaching revolutionary, tear everything down and build it back up by now, and you've been, quote unquote, a, a leftist, you're not for that. And that's okay. Because we peep game. But don't come over here and act like you fought, like you like you doing the good work. Like you over here, you got a a, a Nazi deconverting machine like the uh what's the thing on uh Dr. Seuss, the 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 snitches? You know what I'm talking about. Where they went through the machine and they like changed, gotta start whatever. Anyways, like let's let's be serious, guys. Um, but this won't really this ain't a, a rag on them necessarily, but just these types of people in a whole as a whole that think that debate is going to bring the revolution they think that talking is going to bring the revolution it's going to they think that you can force a politician to pass a a a, a bill and that's going to bring the revolution if when in the course of history has that happened that's why we have to teach history because y'all are just people are just uh, just coming up with ideas just out of the blue, not checking to see if if it's ever worked, not checking to to even think of processes in which that would work. Nothing. I thought of a thought. I will say it, and people will agree with me. And uh, yeah, I, I didn't mean to go into all that, but it's it's just it's just interesting. Um, the types of people. That literally will go around the world in 80 days before they go into the, their local community and just talk to people. Go into their local community and just give out some food. Like these, these are people that's, that's making bank. So besides them, okay, what can we do? What can we do? Let's let's, let's turn back to us.
So with this reading, it's encouraged me and it and it's uh you know reminded me to think, you know, obviously in the future what we want to accomplish. But before then, really looking into what they, they were talking about with their care work. Really looking into what is feasible with 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 uh us, the people in our city, our local community. What type of care work can we implement effectively that won't result in burnout, that won't result in, you know, that we can do as safely as possible and that we can branch out. And always remembering what's in mind. See, the thing that gets a lot of these orgs, they, they start to, to become uh, non-profit-y or they start to become neoliberally is they forget the goal. It just becomes we're just doing this. This is just what we do. This is just what we do. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. And it's not a we're doing this to do this to do that. So yeah, um, I'm I'm all over the place that guys. But <laughs> thank you for listening this far. If you have anything else you'd like to add, you can hit us up at Building Our PWR. Hit me up at Gabby's Music. Hit Katie up at KT underscore does art. And, uh, yeah, if you'd like to donate to the work we are doing, the link is in the description. And if you'd like to donate, I already said that. If you would like to join us in person, you can do so. The link is in the description. This has been Gabby, and we are out.